This is James Montgomery, and this is the Stinger Podcast. Welcome. So I wanted to review the weekend. It's Monday. A bunch of games are about to be played between now and Thursday um, because of COVID issues. So um, I'm I'm one in three on the weekend based upon the bets I put up on this podcast last week. Um, I wanted to make a change with the Arizona game. I wanted to replace the Houston game. That would have put me at 0-4, actually, and I didn't make it official on here. I told a bunch of people that's what that's what I wanted to do. But uh, on here, I put Houston plus four, so I'm 1-3 on here, and I'm going to go ahead and remove the Washington game because of all the COVID stuff. I just don't trust it. I'm going to stay away from that game. So I'm going to finish this week 1-3. Uh, on record, um, and in reality, I, I'm 0-4 on the bets because I replaced the Houston game with Arizona, um, not making it official, but did it on my own turn, uh, you know, on my own time. Uh, I lost Atlanta plus nine and a half. I mean, they were in the red zone twice. That could have easily worked out for me, but uh, it didn't. And then the 41.5 points under under for the New York Jets Miami game that pick six from the Jets really hurt. Lost that. New England plus two and a half. The pros versus Joes game of the week. And I took the Joes side, and that was a mistake. Because I usually am a pro. I, I I bet sharp. I'm a sharp better with an occasional uh, square bet. And that was my square bet. I haven't done one in a while, and I did that one. I lost big. So uh, pretty disappointing this week, one and three. Um, that puts me at 23 and 14 on the year, which is – pretty good in my pro bets. And then overall I'm 33 and 28. So not too bad, not too bad. Uh, continue to improve. Uh, hopefully this week I got some good, good bets. Uh, I already like five games. I'm going to stick with those five. I think I might put them in tonight or something, you know? Um, so I wanted to talk about a couple mistakes I've made about some coaches. Okay. Cause one of my favorite coaches, I actually moved him into the second spot because Andy Reid was struggling earlier in the year, was Harbaugh, John Harbaugh, which, you know, I I really like Harbaugh. He, he shifted his entire team to match one player because he re- recognized the value in Lamar Jackson, and he just completely went against all uh, of conventional wisdom and kept a running quarterback the way he is. And, I mean, he's improved as a passer. We've seen that. But he's he's an excellent coach. Now, he does this – he he pays attention to analytics a lot. And I think in coach in the coaching realm of things, I don't know if people have a lot of respect for Harbaugh. I really don't. Uh, I do I do personally because I like him. But the crap I give Staley – I give Staley so much crap for going in for it on fourth down. But you know what? These two coaches, the things that they the, – the thing that they do – by going for it is their team, their players buy into them and they'll never ever turn their back on their coach because their coach believes in them. So that's the part about it that I underestimate because in in my limited wisdom of this, I say kick the field goal in a lot of situations. Right. But in reality, I think these coaches have these players on like, like the players have their back. So the players are appreciating their decisions to go for it. And that's something that I um, greatly underestimate. 
And so I wanted to kind of take a step back and realize I don't give Harbaugh the same criticism as I give Staley. And Staley, I think Staley's a, you know, I, I think he worked his way into the top 15 for me. Earlier this year, I, I put up my top 15 coaches and I slipped Nagy in because I felt like he gets a bad rap now. Nagy doesn't deserve to be in the top 15. I'm moving Staley into the top 15. So, yeah, I really uh, I really like what he's doing in, in Los Angeles. So I take, you know, that's a mistake I made. You know, a couple mistakes. A couple mistakes this week. Getting fired up at Staley. And the New England game, I took the Joe's side. That was a mistake. So there you go. Those are my two mistakes this week. I guess you're allowed some. So I wanted to talk about this this seven seed in the NFC mayhem. So the NFC has basically four teams realistically vying for one spot. So you got Eagles who are six and seven currently and Washington who are six and seven. They play each other tomorrow. So that will change. But for now, those teams are both six and seven and here's their remaining schedule. Just listen to this. So Eagles play Washington, of course. So Washington plays the Eagles. Then Eagles play the Giants, and then they play Washington again. Then they play Dallas last. Now, that's important because Dallas will probably have the division wrapped up and probably will not be able to improve their position most likely in the last week. Washington has to play Dallas next week, then the Eagles again, of course, and then the Giants at the end. So what you're looking at is you're looking at two teams who could knock the other one off, right? Uh, I do think the Eagles probably knock off the, the – I think they're better than Washington – I think they beat. I think they could go four and zero on these last these last uh, four games. Um, I'm not going to say they're going to go four and zero. They probably go three uh, three and one, but um, that, they're going to put themselves in good position. I think Washington's probably the odd man out, at least not having an opportunity to in a tiebreaker or something. New Orleans is another one of these teams. They play the Dolphins, which I think they do get knocked off by the Dolphins, but then they play the Panthers and Falcons, and they probably win both those games. Just off pure coaching and um that that'll put them let's say the eagles go three and one that'll put both of those teams at nine and eight so it comes down to conference record and then minnesota plays the bears the rams the packers and then the bears again so they they got the rams and packers coming up and the bears even though it's a the bears are terrible let's be honest but because it's a divisional game you can't just assume they're going to win both of those and they would have to knock off the Rams or Packers. And I just – I'm not sure they're able to do both. You know, maybe one. Maybe they get away with one, but not both. And unless they, – they have to go three and one in the, in the last stretch. And I think they have the toughest road. And even though Minnesota is probably is – for sure, it's not even an argument that they're the – that roster-wise they're the best team of the group. It's just they're putting themselves in a situation, I mean, because of their schedule to have to – beat two really good teams or at least one of them and then uh, make sure you, you you beat the Bears twice. So um, I'm really interested. I think it's going to be exciting. I think the nice surprise would be Washington surprising everybody. Um, however, I do think the Eagles have the easiest path, so I would pick them to make it. Um, I think they do have a win over New Orleans as well. Um, so I wanted to I wanted I think they have the tiebreaker if they're tied with New Orleans in that.
So I did uh, on on this next segment. I wanted to go over my bets for the week, and I already have my five bets. I feel really good about them. Uh, I'm definitely not doing too well coming off a three and four week, and then a one and three week. So the last uh, two weeks, I'm four and seven, which is not very good. So, um, but I do like this week. Indy plus five versus Arizona. Now, uh, but before I keep going, I'm not going to go over each game because there's like eight teams that still have to play between now and Thursday. So I'm gonna, I'm going to uh, just pick games that I like um, already. Now, um, Indy plus five versus Arizona. I uh, I really like Indy. I think they're a team. I think Arizona is going to make the playoffs. It's just a matter of where they they land, right? Uh, I think they're in a free fall. I, I think they're kind of in a lull right now, and I think Indy's on a high, so I think they they knock them off or at least you know play the game close. I think plus five is a great number uh, for Indy um, getting getting points against Arizona. I think that's an easy easy pick. Uh, pro betters would probably tell you the same thing. And then uh, <clears throat> Carolina, actually, I might take this one off the board. I actually like Carolina plus eleven versus Tampa Bay. However. You know, watching Tampa Bay play the other night, you obviously are going to pick against them next week because they played so poorly. But that the thing is, is good teams usually rebound really, really well. And I think that it is, you know, dangerous to pick against Tampa Bay. I think they're still very, very good. Um, I am. I'm going to take this one off. Um, the other game I like is the under against Denver and Las Vegas, the under of 42 points. Now, if you were just to bet the under in Denver Broncos games this year, you would be 9-5 and five if you just bet the under in Denver Broncos games. And I usually pick the under in most Denver games. However, I got burned last week, and I should have just turned around and bet it again this week. Uh, but I didn't, and I should have. Uh, so the under of 42, I'm taking Denver and Las Vegas this week. Uh, Miami is my next pick. Miami plus three against New Orleans. I really like Miami in this spot against New Orleans. New Orleans is going to be really heavily favored by the market. A lot of a lot of bets are going to be coming in on New Orleans against Miami because nobody, you know, on the on the West Coast, nobody watches Miami. Um, and Miami's kind of a they're both kind of boring teams. I also think the under might be a good bet actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, but um, uh, Miami plus three against New Orleans. Uh, is is one of my bets. And then I also like Detroit plus four against Atlanta. Now, it's like Detroit just blew out Arizona, and I think Detroit's, you know, kind of playing with uh, house money right now. If you bet Detroit against the spread, they're 9-5 and five against the spread this year. So they're, they're playing much better than their record. I think that's a good bet. So I'm taking Indy plus five versus Arizona, Denver – uh, and Las Vegas, the under of 42, Miami plus three against New Orleans, Detroit plus four against Atlanta. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm taking the Carolina plus 11 versus Tampa Bay off, and I'm putting – I also am going to go ahead and take the under in the Miami-New Orleans game, and that – the under is um, 39 and a half. I'm going to take the under on that, 39 and a half on the under. Those are my – I got six bets this week. I, I made a mistake betting seven a week ago. I think that's that's uh, getting a little ballsy, and I'm going to go ahead and uh, stay away from more than – yeah, six is the max I'm going to do, and I like, I like these six this week. 
Um, this is James Montgomery, and this was the Stinger Podcast with uh, Pro Betting Lines. Uh, 30, 33, and 20, 27 on the year overall, and 23 and 14 on my pro bets. Have a great day.